Hi everyone and welcome to My Unfiltered Twenties, a podcast about the ups and downs, highs and lows and realities of life in your twenties. By me, Abby Parker. And me, Lucy Martin. Thanks to all our listeners who tune in every week and hello, hello to anyone new. <laughs> like we will say, we'd really love to have you on the podcast um, to talk about literally whatever you'd like, so please drop us a message or email us if you'd like to come on. This week we are joined by one of my good friends and also born news editor, Nicole Caragiorgi, to talk about life, final year, living on campus during the pandemic. So, Nicole, would you like to introduce yourself, say a bit about who you are? Hi, everyone. I'm Nicole. I think you pretty much summed up that introduction (laughs) for me perfectly. Um, I'm studying history and I'm also news editor at The Ball. Nice. So we thought we'd start off this week by talking about some bits we've seen in the news. And one of the things we thought was most topical about our age group was um, Topshop and other businesses under Arcadia going into administration. So it's important to remember that a lot of people will probably lose their jobs because of this. And Philip Green is objectively a horrible human being. But I read a really good article in The Guardian about how Topshop was sort of like the defining fashion outlet of our generation and the generation a bit older than us. Nicole, I know you're a Topshop gal. I am. I absolutely love it. And I think I will be upset to see it go. I think it will be weird because I feel like for our generation, I mean, when not so much now, maybe with like ASOS and people trying to buy sort of like more secondhand. But I feel like when we were younger, it was like new look H&M Topshop as like the sort of... Mm -hmm you know, like standard high street shops. So I feel like it'll be weird to think younger generations won't have... I mean, I don't know whether all the shops are closing yet, but it's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get all my all my jean, jeans apart from one pair from <laughs> from Topshop. Because That's I what just, everyone says, oh, isn't it? Like mine are as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make great jeans. They well, absolutely do. I did hear though, apparently, yeah. I remember it being a thing that like people that bought the black jeans from Topshop, they would fade like really quickly. It was the black Joni jeans. Oh my God, I went through so many of them. Um, it was, they're just the, the skinny jeans. And then I think I'd finally given up on Joni jeans last year. I thought, you know, hanging up my Joni jeans um, <laughs> because like a couple washes and they would fade. Um, and also, I don't know, after a while, they didn't have any pockets at the front really yeah i just need pockets because they're more like jeggings i think right right. um yeah so then i moved on to some mum jeans that i got last year and then they were more like three quarter length um but now i'm on the editor jeans from topshop so i think these are like the jeans i found that are most comfortable and like fit me well so that's going to be something i really miss if that's close it's hard with jeans, yeah. isn't it? I think a lot of people are really reluctant to buy stuff like that online because you can't try them on. Yeah, that's like one thing that's been weird about the pandemic and stuff is that you can't try any clothes on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I need new jeans, so I just order them and and it's a bit of a gamble. I mean, mm-hmm. it, the gamble worked out for me, <laughs> my new <laughs> pair of jeans. The first pair of mum jeans I bought. We love but, them, don't we? We, we really yeah. love them. What are they, the week, weekday? Yeah, weekday lash jeans. And Lucy, you've got them on your Christmas list, right? I do, because I tried on, when Abby got them in like October or something, I, I tried them on because we're pretty much the same height. 
And as short mm-hmm. girls, it is an actual nightmare finding jeans that fit, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. How tall are you, Nicole? I can't judge it in my head. I'm not that tall. I'm 5'5", five, five, I think. Okay. Um, so okay. when I get jeans, I tend to get 32 leg. Um, although I'd got... So when I ordered these jeans just before I came back to uni, I'd got a 30 leg, I think. And my mum was just telling me they look too short on me. <laughs> and then I didn't want them to be too long. Yeah. Um, but then in the end, the 32 looks, looks okay. So I'm sort of like average height, mm-hmm. I would say. I yeah. have to have like a twenty-eight legging jeans. If it's if it's more than a twenty-eight, I know they won't fit, which is tragic. Mm. It's kind of interesting how skinny jeans have completely like died a death. I think like people are more into mum jeans and flares and stuff now, which I think is kind of cool because I feel like ten years ago, if you'd have worn a pair of flares, people would have been like, "What the hell are you wearing?" Yeah, definitely. Interesting. I mean, upsetting for me because all my Topshop jeans are the skinny Jamie jeans. Yeah. So they're all kind of redundant, I guess. I don't know. Black skinny jeans, I feel like still, you know, but like yeah, I, feel, I can get away with I that. I see less people because I've got loads of pairs of blue skinny jeans and I'm like, oh, I'm not into that at the minute. I don't know. Yeah. So, guys, how were your weeks? What have you been watching, listening to, getting up to? Nicole, tell us what you've been doing this week. Um, this week's been a bit of a nightmare, not going to lie. Um, I had an essay due on Wednesday and I just think it's that point in term where mm-hmm. I'm so unmotivated, just couldn't mm. be bothered really. And then had on top of that um, a presentation that was sprung on me out of nowhere for one of my mm. seminars. Oh, That's no. fun. <laughs> yeah, well, it all just felt a bit too stressful happening at the same time. But luckily I managed to get it done and I sort of took a bit of a day off yesterday um just because I feel like I need to do that otherwise Mm -hmm. I'm working definitely 24 7 almost and feeling Mm. guilty when I'm not doing work but then I suppose that's sort of a consequence of the pandemic because we're not we're not really going anywhere and then I feel guilty for not spending all my time doing work Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we had um someone wrote a lifestyle article that came out today about like whether online learning has made burnout worse and I feel like for me it's actually been better because I don't know I feel like last year you'd spend an hour on the bus in the morning you know Mm -hmm. and then you'd have to I I felt like it was such like a chore being stuck on campus all day and having to like it was tiring I think being on campus all day you know if you were waiting for seminars and whatever but I do understand I do feel like you do feel like you have to be working all the time when you're at home because you don't have that separation between being on campus and then going home. You just constantly have to do, constantly have stuff to do, constantly have to be like ready for seminars online. I don't know. I think it's like a double-edged sword a bit. Mm. Yeah, I definitely, I have to make sure that I only do work at the at my desk. And then if I'm like eating or just like watching something to chill, I sit like on my bed or I go downstairs or sit on the sofa or whatever Mm -hmm. just so that there's some kind of separation you know Mm -hmm. because otherwise it's it's too it's too much yeah I feel like that's a big thing we've been on campus as well Nicole like I don't know in first year I feel like there was you're constantly surrounded by people at uni and like I don't know I feel like being on campus makes it even worse because you just have your room you don't really have like a lounge and stuff like that what do you think do you think being on campuses better for stopping burnout or do you think being off campus is better what do you think 
I don't know really I think it's got to a point where I know I will just come back to my room and this is my room and there's no distinction between my workplace and where I sleep Mm -hmm. um but I think I've sort of tried to get out of just being in my room all day I think it's got to the midpoint of term I was just not being productive sitting at my desk in my room um and I needed like a change of scenery almost and a change of atmosphere even though the library isn't the most exciting place at all Mm -hmm. um (laughs) it still ended up being for me like a place I could go and do work and just almost sit there all day um or even like sitting in the kitchen with my other flatmates which isn't always the best idea because we distract each other but then I think at times that we can also motivate each other when we're all feeling the exact same Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's good that you at least have people like that you can vent to and you know in your flat whereas like I feel like we talk about this a few times but if you're in first year and you get on with your flat or anything like that I can't imagine being stuck you know in a little box room for like months and not knowing when you're gonna be able to like get out I don't know have you noticed I don't know how much interaction you have with like people in other flats but have you sort of like spoken to any first years about how they're finding being on campus this year um I I know like two or three first years Mm -hmm. I think um and I, I don't know really I think it's a mixed picture I do know there have been occasions where people have broken the rules because they're putting that sort of idea that was sold to them of a university experience before being considerate of other people's health. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, right. I do know things like that have gone on. And I mean, I don't know. I think it's looking more hopeful for first years now that mm-hmm. they can, they you know, we might end up having a normal somewhat normal end of term two and then a completely normal term three with the vaccine (laughs) I think almost in a way the first years aren't even the worst hit you know maybe not even up maybe not even us as third years I'd potentially Mm -hmm. say like the second years have had it hardest because you know for us third year is such a tough year where we're going to be focusing mostly on work anyway so less Mm -hmm. social uh, go, like uh, less of a social life um but then with the second years they didn't get to have a term three in first year which in my opinion was actually like one of the best terms and was the most fun yeah and then they're having a not normal second year either where they're going straight into online teaching and then I mean who knows if we will all be vaccinated in time for term three I really do hope so but then they'll get into third year and they'll be like oh now it's stress and work and dissertation time so I do mm-hmm. think it's the second years who have been hit hardest. No, I never, I never yeah. thought of it like that. I think there's a thing as well, like, I think all of our exams will be online this year because even if, you know, there is mm-hmm. a vaccine and stuff, they've already said they're going to be online, so they can't yeah. then all of a sudden do them in person. But for the second years, they're going to have exams next year that they haven't, like, sat in, like, three, four years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they haven't had that experience of sitting in a physical exam hall for so long. And I think that would be such a shock. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's difficult for second year, especially because I found it really difficult last year going from living on campus in first year then to live in Leamington. Like, it felt, like, quite isolated, you know, being in a house away from, like, loads of people on campus. And it was a big difference having to travel to campus. So I feel sorry for second years who were, like, chucked in at that at the start of this year with everything going on. 
Yeah, I mm. think so too. I think had I been living off campus this year, it definitely would have been a whole different experience. I mean, I'm living with 10 people in total now, which probably isn't many more to how many you would have in a house. And I don't interact with other people in the block because we're not allowed to. But I just think, even though I found at times campus has felt so dead, like you just look mm-hmm. around and it's deserted. But I do feel like I'm still getting that almost, you know, university environment. And I much prefer that if like I would have had to been, obviously no one's going to like, no one likes lockdown, but having mm-hmm. been locked down in a student house. Yeah. Have you been... I know you've got you've had essays and stuff, but have you been watching anything? Tell us about the Sean Mendes documentary. I know you're so dying to talk about. Yeah, well, um, Sean is releasing an album on the fourth of December, um, which is his fourth album now, I think. Um, and to go with it, he released a documentary called In Wonder because the album's called Wonder. Um, And it was all about his life on the road from his previous tour in 2019. And I'd been to that. Um, I actually went to two of the dates. And it was it was really good. I mean, I know he's not liked by everyone, but I really like him. And I think having I've I've liked him for almost five years now. And it's just crazy how quickly that's gone. And now he's released Netflix documentary like so many others have. Taylor Swift did Miss Americana. I think that came out last year um but this it was really good um I think it was nice to have seen aspects of the tour and the shows again um and there's one point where he's like crying on the phone to his mum because he has to cancel one of his stadium shows in Brazil like half an hour before the doors were to open um, and it just sort of reminded like me of me and my mom when I'm like having a breakdown. Maybe not not because I'm cancelling a show of like fifty thousand yeah. fans, but because I can't write my like two thousand word essay. <laughs> <laughs> so Nicole, you've got to tell us what who is your top artist on Spotify rap? Oh my god, I was so excited about Spotify Wrapped mm-hmm. coming out. <laughs> um my top artist was Taylor Swift. I was in the top one percent of her listeners. Wow. I thought it was such an achievement. Um, <laughs> that is. <laughs> Sean Mendes didn't even make my top five. So my sister actually shares my Spotify account, which I really don't right. mind. Like, I gave her the password. Um, so there are a couple of artists and songs that were in the top five that she mm. listened to. Um, but Taylor Swift was definitely up there, and we both share a love for her. Um, and August was my top song. Nice. Um, which only had 85 streams, which wasn't as much as I expected. Um, but I listened to Taylor Swift like for 2,000 minutes of this year, which was <laughs> totally worth it. But uh, what about you guys? Who was your top? Um, Abby, why don't you tell everybody, which will not come as a surprise to any of our listeners who listen to the music episode. <laughs> so my top artist was Doja Cat. <laughs> Again, in in the top one percent, and I was like, <laughs> of course, <laughs> um, yeah. But my, so yeah, that didn't that didn't surprise me, um, because I've had hot pink on repeat all year, mm-hmm. and then but my top three of my top songs were Jack Harlow songs, and I was so ashamed of myself. I was like, no, See, I, I don't even like him that I much. Like, I feel like you didn't tell us about him until quite recently. So unless you've been secretly listening to him for the whole year, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, like, in May, he released, like, an EP, Mm. and that's when, like, his song got big, and I was, like, listening to him. 
and I guess I don't know I guess because of lockdown I was just listening to music a lot more than I would have so then the fact that I was just happened to be obsessed with him at that point in time but he wasn't let me check I don't think he was in my he wasn't high up in my top oh he was third in my top artists and then so it was Doja Cat, Amine, Jack Carlo, Kehlani and the 1975 so overall I was pretty proud of my top mm-hmm. five what about you, Luce? Mine was... See, I saw this tweet that was like, if your top artist was the 1975, but like, don't brag about it, that's embarrassing. And I was like, okay, well, I can't <laughs> post my Spotify rap now because I was in the top 0.5% of listeners of the 1975, Damn. which is embarrassing. <laughs> I think because we went to see them in February, me and Abby went to yeah. see them in February, it was like, I've just listened to it constantly all year because it's been the whole year. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know what I think? You should never be ashamed of who you love to listen to. And I think this comes from someone like me who likes Taylor Swift, Shawn Mendes. (laughs) I think even Lewis Capaldi, one of his songs was on my top five, like rough start to the year. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But the whole year was rough. But anyway, Mm -hmm. that's that's a completely (laughs) different conversation. but yeah, I just think, you know, so many people don't like Taylor Swift either. And I she know Taylor Swift. She was my oh, second. Oh my God, no artist. way. Mm-hmm. I know Taylor Swift fans come across as a bit like chaotic. And someone was <laughs> saying, you know, when it's a Taylor Swift fan, it's like their only personality trait. I was like, oh, how dare you say that? Yeah. But the thing is, when I love someone this much and I was meant to see her this year, um, oh my I just, God. I'm like, I'm not ashamed. Like, I'm. I put it on my Instagram story to show everyone I was mm-hmm. top one percent of Taylor Swift. <laughs> the thing with Taylor is the the range. Like I love every single one of her albums. Like I don't care. And folklore this year. I'm sorry. That is exactly what I needed this year. If that hadn't come out, I would have not been happy in September. But I think it was September. But you know, I don't know. I agree. She's so diverse, mm-hmm. isn't she? Like I I was lucky enough to go to a Reputation tour. And it was just insane. I think Reputation is probably one of my favourite Taylor Swift albums. Um, I just love that whole era and the whole, like, snake theme and everything. Um, and everything that went... I mean, you know, it was awful, everything that went down, the whole Kim and Kanye Taylor thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I just think she's so diverse. Like, then, you know, she went on to a completely different era, which began with um, her song Me, which I didn't like that much but it was very just like out there and colorful um, and then she went on to something like folklore which was just so so different and nothing I expected and to begin with I was like oh no what if I don't like it um, and it took me a bit of time and then I fell in love with August and listened to it like over and over and over and over again <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think Spotify Raps this year has been the way they did it with the story. Like, I know we're going to talk about it next week even more, but I just feel like yeah. the way they did it this year was really good. It was like, it's been much more of a hype around it this year because of the way they did it with the story and stuff. Whereas normally it's just like an email, like, oh, here you go, here's your top artist or whatever. Like, I think it was really good how they did it. Yeah. I mean, I literally, since the first time I did it in like 2017 or 16 or whatever, because mm-hmm. um, I, remember, I remember looking at it in like the canteen at college (laughs) and I was like this is incredible I can't wait for next year already (laughs) so when it gets to like November December I'm like oh I wonder what it's gonna be like what have I been listening to and then going I like was looking through my you know they give you the top 100 songs Mm -hmm. 
And I was going through and I was like, wow, my taste in music is impeccable. <laughs> it was great. So what have you been watching this week, Abby? Anything interesting? Um, can I rant about how I met your mother or should I save it save for it. another time? Save, save it. that's a conversation for another time. Okay, okay, because I have many views. Um, <laughs> I've been... Okay, so I know this was like a lockdown one vibe, mm-hmm. but I started watching um, Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> oh my god, that's and a throwback. I know, because the, th- the thing is, I already know who's going to win. I forgot. Because Lucy spoiled it for me. <laughs> I can't remember. Wait. I won't, I won't say. Wait. But what? are you sure? Do you, you don't mean love is blind, do you? You do mean too hot to handle? No, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Did too that spoil it to you? I'm, I'm very sorry. Well, I wasn't planning on watching it, okay. so it was fine. Okay. But then when we started watching it and they introduced the characters, I was like, oh yeah, I know about these two. <laughs> okay. I know what they get up to. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, but um, it's. I mean, I it's it's great, mind numbing. It's tr- but it's great. trash, but it's great. I literally feel brain cells dying as I watch it. Yeah. Have that Haley girl. Nicole? I haven't. I for a second I was like, oh no, I'm not sure I know what this is, but is it like that T V show kind of like Love Island but then they lose yeah. money? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to watch this. The thing is, it was so obviously a complete copy of Love Island. Yeah. And yeah. just this one twist and I was like, genius. They've done it. They've nailed it. And the fact I like the fact that it wasn't all like American people or all British people. Yeah. It was like, it was, you know, all and Australian, like it was a little mix. So I was like, I yeah. like that. But they're, they're so, like, I remember watching it because I'm a big fan of all these trashy reality. If, if you ask yeah. me, I'm not, but I am. Like, I would never admit to it, but I am. Like, Love is Blind, oh my God, best show ever. But she binged it without telling us, yes. I, I did, yes. I watched it on the bus um, on the way to uni in, like, February and then didn't tell anybody and then watched it again and pretended that I hadn't watched it. That's, like, was just sitting there faking reactions like, oh like a God. snake. <laughs> um, but, yeah, too hot to handle. It's just, like, these people are so stupid. Like, they're literally, like, you will lose, yeah. like, $1,000 if you kiss him and then they're like no i have to i have to i can't and it's just like it's a thousand dollars and it's like two weeks like what is wrong with you i know i know that's the thing but the 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 one point that i almost like shut my laptop and had to take a breather was when Haley was like wow i love harry he's from australia i don't even know where that is (laughs) (laughs) and i was like ma'am how can you misplace a continent (laughs) oh dear that's just, yeah. I feel like that's what they do with Love Island though, isn't it? They ha- they literally tell them to say stupid things, like... This is the thing, I'm looking at it and I'm like, how much of this is real? Probably not a lot, mm-hmm. but am I still going to watch it and enjoy it? Yes. <laughs> have you guys been watching I'm a Celeb this year? No! Yes. I haven't, I haven't watched it. I it's watched the first it year I haven't watched it. I don't know, I just... Really? You know, because it's on every single day and I knew how much work I had to do, so I thought, if I start, then I'm just not going to be able to and they're going to miss episodes but I actually yeah. can't believe this is the first year I haven't watched it and I was sort of when they announced that it was going to be filmed in Wales mm-hmm. I was excited to see what it would be like but no I haven't seen it what's it been like I mean? I mean I think they've done a good job like they've they've uh I mean I don't I don't even want to know how much they must have spent like making that castle look mm. the way it does but um I think they've, like, really made the best of, like, a bad 
situation. Um, obviously, it is weird though because they can't just have a load of Australian animals mm-hmm. in a Welsh castle. So they're like, oh, in the cage with you is pigeons. And I'm like, oh, ooh, scary <laughs> pigeons. <laughs> um, but it's good. And obviously, I'm a huge McFly fan. And mm-hmm. I watched Tom Fletcher's vlogs when he did them all the time. Mm-hmm. So I already love Giovanna. And so to see her on Amaseb, I'm like, I'm like, yes, I'm like, anything bad happens to her, I'm like ranting at the TV, and my mum's like, can you not, can you not <laughs> They should put the uh, Warwick geese in with them. <laughs> I know. They had this, um, in one of the trials, they had this wolf, but it was clearly just like a, like a, like a wolf dog, like a husky, right. you know, or something, but it was like a puppy. It was like a four-month-old puppy, oh, so it was like oh, big, cute. but cute. So she was like, she had to get, like, get a, star off his collar or whatever and he was just standing there like sniffing it sniffing her face and i was like is this meant to be scary <laughs> that's so cute yeah I've seen, they've been creative but i've seen like stuff about the village where it's in like they've i think yeah. loads of the shops have made loads of money by selling like i'm a celeb merch and stuff which is kind of yeah cool for them yeah my sister's worried that the animals some of the critters are going to escape and then they're not natives, and they're going to, like, destroy the Welsh uh, ecosystem. Right. And I was like, I think they've got it under control, hopefully. <laughs> they're not going to let any pythons out, like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Right, so, um, for anyone that doesn't know, listening, the government set, like, a travel window for students to be able to go home for Christmas in, and they have to get two tests, I think, is, like, the thing for... English unis. I'm not sure about like Scottish and Welsh and stuff, but Nicole, have you had your first test yet? I did. I had it um, on Tuesday. Mm. So my second test is three days after, and it's actually tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Luckily, it was negative. Um, it was a process, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was so nervous. I hadn't done coronavirus tests before, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was disgusting, as everyone knows who has taken a test. <laughs> it was it was a quick experience. Like it was just really well organized, I think, mm-hmm. which is a good thing from Warwick. Um and then my results came back in like half an hour. Wow. Um and I decided I wanted I just knew I wanted to go home. I just felt I needed to go home from like two weeks ago because I haven't been home and I've been here for ten weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never not been home um, during term time. Um, yeah. It's been, I mean, hopefully tomorrow I'll always have a negative test and then you're mm-hmm. meant to leave within 24 hours. So I'll be going on Saturday. Um, we're not allowed to have our parents come into the accommodation to mm-hmm. help us, which, I mean, is fair enough. Um, and then, I mean, so far, I don't know many people who have left because... The travel window is between the 3rd and the 9th of December. Right. So still a bit more time, but I do think quite a lot of people will probably head on the weekend, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking forward to it. I think I'm glad they're doing these tests because obviously we didn't have any tests when we first um, came, moved into uni. And I mean, I don't know if you've heard about the announcement that came for returning mm. to uni, but it looks like we might not even be returning until February, which was something that really annoyed me when I found this out yesterday. It's just 
a bit like are they gonna have to move all deadlines back because how will we get like books you know i don't know and also it's a bit like i feel like for us we'll probably be one of the last courses to go Mm -hmm. back because they were like english and history and stuff and i'm like okay so does that mean the other degrees are like worth more than ours do you know what i mean i don't know it does feel like that doesn't it yeah it does feel like that according are they like doing it according to degree well they're saying so they want i do i do think they should stagger the start because i think last time it was kind of a disaster with everyone just (laughs) back in like the same few weeks but they're saying yeah in january it's going to be like a five week staggered thing so i think they said people that do like courses like maths english history ones that don't require you to be there are going to be back almost as late as like the 5th of february or something right like that but i just don't know like they do need to kind of say things because you know students need to prepare like if you aren't going to be back to february you might want to get books out of the library to take home and stuff like i don't know i feel like they need to prepare also if term is 10 weeks and they're going to stagger it over five it'll be online the first it'll be like online until the fifth and then well yeah but then what's the point in coming back to your student house that is exactly what i said because before we know it's going to be reading week for like those of us who actually have a reading week Mm -hmm. and then i'm going to be here for four weeks i just think it's so pointless so they better be giving me a refund for the four weeks that or four or five weeks i actually can't be here because it's out of my control Mm. yeah that's true actually i didn't even think about that i don't know it's just but like i just feel like with students they don't give us any first of all they think we're all the same they think all unis are the same all students are the same like some unis don't actually start till the 25th of january but warwick starts back on like quite early on yeah um i don't know i just feel like they don't they just leave us in the dark about things and then Mm. in early january they were like yeah you're not back until until a month's time and it's like well it's a bit late now isn't it i don't know do you so do you think if you'd known about all the pandemic would you have chosen to live off campus or are you glad that you're on campus in a way i am glad i'm on campus i've met some really lovely people and that's what i'm grateful for like Mm -hmm. we've just had um i think it took some time for us to all get to know each other but now we have like we're all quite close and um we've had a few little like we've had a few birthdays in the flat so we've done a few things together I don't know I'm just I love meeting new people I was really nervous to move in and I think to begin with I was sort of like I don't want to go back I think I was scared about the pandemic um and then in the end everyone ended up being on lockdown anyway I think when Coventry were put into tier two I was like oh great like now I'm on campus I'm trapped I won't be able to see anyone because at least I could see people um responsibly before we were put in tier two and then everyone in Leamington was sort of and off campus w- were doing okay until then there was the national lockdown. So I think, you know, we have all had to make sacrifices, but I think I'm I'm glad I'm I'm living on campus. I didn't really I hated the bus last year. I think I just just can't do it. And you know, it's easy for me to just go to the library if I ever need to. Um so in the end it's actually worked out okay. That's good. I think, yeah, I feel like that's what I was worried about this year because the buses normally to campus are ridiculous. You know, they're so, and I would imagine it's the same at any uni in the country that people live like away from. I feel like they were so busy all of the time. It didn't matter what time you tried to get it. So I was like, how is it going to work this year? 
you know, how are we going to social distance on buses? But then we just ended up not going in at all. Like, I think I went to campus when I was at uni for, like, for like once in five weeks, which is kind of ridiculous, you know? Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there are, be- there are benefits to living off campus because I like being in Leamington and having the shops and the cafes and stuff. But I think maybe it would be better to live on campus when you have the library and everything just close and you don't have to have the added risk as well of like all of the local residents in Leamington and all the stuff like that. I think when I was seeing on the news the um, universities like especially the accommodation blocks that were all like thousands of students were having to go into self-isolation because of coronavirus cases at the start of this term and that made me really really nervous because I thought I cannot be like locked up in this student halls and I think at the beginning of the year I thought that was inevitable like that was bound to happen um but luckily we've done really really well um although there were some sort of hiccups at the beginning of the year um I think we've all been very respectful of each other in trying to you know contain the virus and we're I think the only flat in the block who haven't had to self-isolate um, so I think like in hindsight, it it all works out just fine. And, you know, even those people who have self-isolated, you've both done it, haven't you? We did for like mm. three days, but yeah, it ends up not being that bad, you know. And yeah. I think the university had a lot of things in place with making sure people were getting food deliveries. Um, but yeah, I'm very much looking forward to going home now, though. <laughs> I think that's the thing yeah. like I feel like you constantly see on the news all these accommodation blocks in like Nottingham and Manchester and stuff that are having parties and like being locked yeah. down and stuff but I feel like most students are trying their best and I feel like that is completely admitted omitted from like news stories and people at the start were like students are causing the second wave you know they're not being respectful whatever but most students literally try their best to be respectful and responsible and at work I don't think it's been well I mean I haven't been on campus but I don't think I've heard about like most blocks being locked down and stuff like that there have been you know a couple of cases here and there Mm -hmm. I mean I know the cases have been relatively low all throughout with the highest ever active cases so it's not cumulative but how many there were on campus at any one time was 200 at one point mm-hmm. and then I thought well it's just going to keep rising now isn't it I thought you know when I was preparing to report on the figures every week I thought oh maybe it's going to be 500 out and I was trying to place my bets and then slowly slowly it started to go down and I thought oh I, I'm actually surprised that it has mm-hmm. gone down I mean I know people were claiming that either students weren't reporting any symptoms because they didn't want to be the cause of their whole flat having to be in isolation um, or that the university weren't actually reporting cases. But we we don't know. And, you know, we're just going by what the test, those who get tested on campus um, or those who actually report tests to test results to the university. But I think like looking back, I think there's something like I don't think there are any cases on campus at the moment. Really? It's, it's a miracle. Yeah. There's like 10 and those are all meant to be off campus cases um so yeah I think it's in the end I mean there was a story of some students who like had a large gathering outside Mm. one of the accommodation blocks um and I have heard you know 
situations where there has been like large gatherings or whatever you see large gatherings outside like when um the pub and the bar were open on campus um but i think since then it's been okay that's good though i think mm. you know you you just especially like older people they just see it in the news like accommodation block in nottingham had party or whatever and then they're just like oh all students don't care but you know it's not true and that's the thing you can't generalize about all universities because we've barely had any cases compared to yeah birmingham nottingham the city ones in particular yeah well this is the thing i think people forget that these things go viral and these news stories become big because it's unusual right Mm -hmm. because people are like shocked and that's why they share it. Because if everyone was doing it, they'd be like, oh, this is nothing special. Yeah. So the fact that everyone's like, oh, like, it's clearly out of the ordinary. I don't know. And also, I, I, I did notice when on the, the Born News little Instagram cases update, <laughs> which I loved. I was like, oh, love that. <laughs> um, they were wait- I was always, like, shocked in a good way mm. at the, how low they were. Because mm-hmm. I did expect them to be higher so then when I was scrolling and then it was only 12 cases or whatever on the whole campus, I was like, that's that's pretty good, you know? That's not that bad. I think, like, it's not just on campus as well. Like, I remember in an uh, flat in Leamington, because it's kind of attached to, like, other buildings and flats, yeah. but you can't, like, it's not the same entrance and it's not even the same, like, owner, I don't think, or whatever. Um, Like, I remember... <laughs> They were so noisy and we were like, they're definitely having a party next door. And then a few nights later, the police had been called because they were so noisy and they'd been fined because there was like so many people in their flat. And it's just like, I don't know. You have the good and the bad, don't you? With anything. Like there's people, adults, like older people who have stuck to it and some people haven't. Like, but I hate this. Rita Aura. Yeah, exactly. She's just been fined, right? Yeah, I was like, what is going on? Because she was trending on Twitter and then people were like, she's had a party for her birthday and I was like, what the hell is going on? So I think a positive question to think about is what are you guys most looking forward to in 2021? Mm, The possibility of live music? Yeah. Yes, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the, if you could see, like it doesn't matter whether they're on tour or not, but if you could see any artist next year... And money wasn't an object, and neither was like location. Who would you want to see? It's got to be Taylor Swift for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think I'd probably go for Bad Sons, mm-hmm. the, the group. I mean, we have to. I have tickets to see McFly, so that'll be good. But because that was meant to be in March, and then obviously that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. They like postponed it to October, and I was like, mm, <laughs> I'm not sure. When you say Stormzy as well. Yeah, we meant to see Stormzy, and that was... Because I hadn't... It was really weird. It was, like, coming up to the date. Mm. I was like, I still haven't had an email. Like, have they not cancelled it? I was so confused. And then, like, a few days before, the email came through that I think it's been postponed to next September. Yeah. I don't know who I'd want to see. Um, who was my... Oh, yeah. Well, we've already seen the 1975 this year, so I don't know. That feels like a very long time ago. You can ago. see him again. I'd want to see them again. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably Taylor Swift, to be honest. Yeah, they always I agree. put on a great show. Yeah. I'm just... Like, I don't even like clubbing that much, but I just feel like I am really looking forward to the, the chance to go to the clubs again. Like, hopefully I next year. I felt like year. I couldn't say that. 
I don't know. Like, I don't even like going clubbing that much. And once I've done it a few times again, I'll probably be sick of it. But it's just like... Yeah. I it's the excitement it. beforehand, it isn't is, it? Yeah, it is the excitement beforehand. Like, just imagine oh, yeah. the first night back. Stop. Like, you're getting ready. You're going to have to put on something like your best outfit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look amazing, as always. And then... Oh my god! You're getting, you're having your pre-drinks. Oh, don't. You're getting in the Uber. You get to the (laughs) club. There's a massive queue, but you don't have Mm -hmm. the social distance. And then you're just in there, and like the music, the thumping of the music, like you're buzzing. Oh my god! Wow. The scenes. I can't. There's drinks all over the floor. (laughs) It's sticky. (laughs) The toilet's disgusting, but I don't care. Someone's arm in your face. (laughs) Someone's sending lollipops in the bathroom. You can't beat it. If we do not get another Casper Monday before we graduate, I'm I'm gonna kick off. Like, you know what? They better Casper Monday. They better have every single event they've ever had. I want the boxing ring there. I want the rodeo thing there. I want it all. Abby, we are going every Monday and yes. Friday. Mhm. If intern mm-hmm. three is allowed again, we are going. I don't care. Okay, sounds good. Incredible. I didn't know that. I'm just like a holiday as well. Like I just really want yeah, a holiday. The cast full of hope. <laughs> so many things that were supposed to happen this year. Mm-hmm. Like, I did have um, Vienna planned for March, which got cancelled. I I can't believe I actually went to a concert this year. Like you guys, uh-huh. like I went to. Yeah. I saw the script on like the 28th of February. And I then, think we were we were like the twenty fourth or something. 20, yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god! And then a couple of weeks after that, and we started hearing of coronavirus cases because I was meant to go and see Lewis Capaldi. I think it was like the thir- the twelfth or thirteenth of March. That was the day I came home from uni, and then it didn't get cancelled. But my parents like sort of advised that it pro- probably would be best for me not to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was probably the good decision, even though like. I lost all the money, but never mind. Um, and then I was meant to see Harry Styles in April, and that got moved to March next year. So hopefully, mm-hmm. I have the vaccine in me by yeah. the time of Harry Styles. <laughs> yeah, my cousin was meant to see Harry Styles as well, and she so obviously That's she can see him. But it's weird to think it's weird to think that we were at concerts, especially the nineteen seventy five. There was like thousands and thousands yeah. of people there. Imagine how much Rona must have been spreading. Do you know what I mean? Because there were like mosh pits, like like proper. Mm-hmm. So I can't even. It's so weird to think now of that many people, you know, in uh-huh. one place. Mm-hmm. That was like when I was watching. Not to go back to this again, but the Shawn Mendes documentary, <laughs> and you see the crowd, and it's like I love concerts. They're my favorite thing ever. Uh, and just to think, like we haven't done that in so long or it, it's weird like you it's sort of like I, I saw a tweet today that said something like a, like concerts are you know a relic of the past now or like when you see that when you see a large mm-hmm. crowd or a con like mm-hmm. concerts or parties on tv and it's like a period drama <laughs> yeah. yeah that's so true I just think anything's weird yeah. Like, if you're watching something and people are just walking next to each other, I'm like, this is so weird. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's weird when I watch... <laughs> when I watch Emmerdale with my mum, <laughs> it's like they're all having to socially distance, obviously, when they're filming. So I'm like, first of all, they must have to really practice where they're moving, you know, because they all have to, like, 
shuffle around. But then it's just really weird because, like, these two characters who we've been waiting to get back together for years and then finally they got back together but like they were just standing there looking at each other because they couldn't kiss each other or hug that's you know? weird because <laughs> they don't actually live together it was really weird i was like why is why is he not hugging her and i was like oh got it <laughs> i don't know fingers mm. crossed that hopefully by the end of next year you know we can at least go to a concert again or go to a club again at least mm-hmm. be able to walk next to each other <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. So, Nicole, do you have any final recommendations for our listeners this week? It can be food, music, films, TV, books, literally anything you want. Oh, my God. I've actually been watching... Gossip Girl is coming off Netflix. I know. Do you know how I know? Because I had a Gossip Girl <laughs> box set that I was selling on Depop, and I had literally probably, like, 20 people message me about it. So I could tell that something was happening in the Gossip Girl world. But, yes, continue. <laughs> Yeah, it's coming off of Netflix and I'm so sad about it because I've only actually ever watched the whole thing once because mm-hmm. um, so I got into it like quite late um, and so I decided lately I've started like re-watching it. I'm on season three. I only really started it like over lock- like second lockdown um, and I just found out today that it's coming off Netflix. So I think now is a time between now and 31st of December to binge watch the whole thing before the Gossip Girl reboot, which I'm actually so excited for. I'm very excited. It looks cool from the pics I've seen. Like, it looks very, like, TikTok generation Gossip Girl, but it looks kind of cool. Well, um, Dove Cameron's boyfriend, I can't remember what his name is, but he's in it. And apparently people are saying he's, like, the new Chuck Bass. Right. Um, and apparently the characters are very much trying to be like characters for today. Um, I, I mean, when I where I watch that Gossip Girl, and I'm like, oh god, like Fuck Bass is is so romance romanticized, and he's mm-hmm. just like a horrible yeah. person. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Blair, like I see Blair as a queen, and I love her, but also like the things she does, yeah. So I don't know. Let we'll see like where the Gossip Girl reboot goes. But I really think you know just rewatching a classic show um, before it's taken off Netflix is mm-hmm. my recommendation. That's a good recommendation, Abby. What are you gonna recommend? I I think just watch a Christmas film. Okay. You know, um, I watched uh, me and my sister rewatched The Santa Claus mm. with Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I haven't watched this. Because my favourite one is the third one. Okay. The Santa Claus 3. <laughs> um, but we, we watched the first one because we were like, we've got to watch them in order. And I was like... Because it was, it's like it was filmed in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, the, the CGI is really something to behold. <laughs> it's awful. And I love it. So I would recommend that. Or just any Christmas film. The Grinch, obviously. Mm-hmm. I also have a Christmas film to recommend, also starring Tim Allen, which is the best Christmas film ever. Like, fight me, I don't care, which is Christmas of the Cranks. I've never seen that. It's Same. It's incredible. It's, like, the funniest Christmas film ever because it's about, like, this couple who decide they don't want to celebrate Christmas one year and they live in this, like, town where it's, like, everybody expects everybody to do, like, full lights and everything. And then they're just like proper Grinches and they've decided they're going on a cruise and stuff and it's like really funny. But yeah, would recommend that. That sounds like a good one. It is, it's really good. And it's got um, the mum from Freaky Friday in it as well. Mm. I can't remember what she's called. 
Oh my god, I have to give you one more recommendation if that's okay. Go for it. It's also a Christmas movie. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like came out this year. It's called Holidays. Well, it's not really a Christmas movie. It's like spans every single holiday of the year. Yeah. Um, but it's so funny and like without giving too much away, basically there's this girl who is single at Christmas and like her whole family are more or less like coupled up. Um, and she meets this guy in the shopping centre um, and they sort of agree to each other's holiday. So they like date each other when there are like the big holidays in the year. And so it just follows them. But it's really funny. Like one day I was feeling so down. I just thought, let me watch this. And the time just sort of went. Like I'm not the type of person that can really sit there and just watch a film. Like I get bored or distracted really easily. Um, but it's so good. And I found myself just like laughing out loud in my room by myself. <laughs> See, I still, I started watching it and I haven't finished it. Like, I don't know, like, I didn't warm to it. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I'm really picky with yeah. films. It's, like, ridiculous. You liked it, though, didn't you, Abby? I thought it was good. I thought, I uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought there were some really funny moments in it. So. Maybe I'll finish it tonight. I'm in the mood for it now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming on, Nicole. It was great to have you on. Um... If you would like to follow Nicole on Twitter, we will leave her link below. But it is Nicole Karajorgi without the I at the end yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> is it the same on Instagram? Um, on my Instagram username is Nicole MK underscore, I believe. Okay. Thanks so much for listening to the 11th episode of Mindful to Twenties. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us. And remember, if you'd like to come on in the future to talk about anything you want then we'd love to hear from you so get in touch and make sure you follow us on our social media accounts and that's it thanks bye bye